welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome to another episode of Lending Forward. I'm your host, Taylor Ellard, and joining us again is one of our favorite guests, Stu Tenen. Welcome, Du. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here again. We are so excited. We love what you're giving us. So today we're talking about all things working your database. So in this market shift, if you will, and I I keep saying that, do I'm like, oh, this market shift, I feel like it's been changing for like seven months now, which it has. And so I'm like, how are we coaching people through this? But really, we're all kind of trying to navigate the waters and we're all trying to learn from one another. And we know education is so important. So Tell us a little bit about how we can stay top of mind specifically with our database. Okay. I'm going to take one step a little bit backwards. And I want to talk about the market for a second, because this is a very interesting time that we are in. And everybody has to be positioning themselves a little bit different because in the real estate and mortgage business, we're going to lose significant people in the market, right? People aren't going to make it. So One of the phrases that I teach my clients is what got you here is not going to get you there. What got you to a million a month in closed business is not going to get you to 3 million a month in closed business. Every single time the market shifts or your client base shifts or your revenue grows, you have to change yourself. So the first thing that I want to say is in this market shift area that we are in, we have to look at ourselves and say, how are we positioning ourselves to be different? Because if you're trying to rinse, wash, and repeat what you did, I'm going to say during COVID, right? right, Is not going to work today. That is not where we are. We are in a completely different market. So you have to position yourself to be completely different and unique. So what got you here isn't going to get you there. How are you going to be different moving forward? Yeah, that's huge. And I think there's a big piece of it where I think people initially before COVID, again, we talk about the same things because it's still really prevalent. And so pre-COVID, during COVID and post-COVID are all very (laughs) big game changers, right? So we have to figure out, okay, where were we pre? What did that look like? Mm -hmm. What did the day-to-day tasks Mm -hmm. look like pre-COVID? Because during COVID, we were catching refis out of the sky. And now it's really, it is back to the basics. And we're coaching that. Like it's truly back to the basics. But what you were doing then is different from what you need to be doing now. And how does that growth look like? So tell us, how can we tap into those that we've already worked with so that we are staying top of mind? I love looking at your, I'm going to talk about two different areas of your business, both agents and your book of business. Right. So we're going to, we're going to tackle those separately. Let's talk about your past clients first. So there's a technique that we teach at Skillway and we call it your service call technique. And the service call technique is to call your book of business because one of the things that happens is in the mortgage space, we have a unique area. We can get business from our past clients and we can get business from our agents. We can tap both of those. And right now, because the market is shifting with our agents, 
it's our opportunity that we have to start tapping into our client database now. So in the service call technique, we have a couple of different tips. Service call or number one is, are you happy? Now, when you think about like, are you happy? Like, were you happy with our products and services? Were you happy with the way that the process went? But basically question number one is to get them talking about why they liked working with you. If they didn't like working with you, by the way, P.S., this is a different call, right? right? (laughs) But when they start talking about why they like you, this is your opportunity to shift. So question number one, are you happy? Gets them talking about why they liked working with you. Question number two is, did you know? So just out of curiosity, how many products do you offer to your clients? I mean, I think we've got anywhere from seven to 10 that we can offer. Exactly. And more than likely, your client used one. Your agents used one to three. So when we say, did you know, it is our opportunity to remind them of the other things that we do. But you can also use use that as what we call a trigger word. For example, when your client bought their home, it was because they were a first-time home buyer. Or maybe it was because they were upsizing, or maybe they were downsizing. Maybe they had a growing family. Maybe they were buying an investment property. Did you know, says, did you know that we also work with veterans? Did you also know we do this type of loan? Those are the opportunities for us to plant seeds. Because the question, did you know that we do purchase and refi, so generic, and it doesn't help your client think of anybody else. So when you are actually giving them the nuggets, they're like, oh, I know a vet. Oh, I know somebody who's got a growing family and bursting at the seams with their house. So you have to think of different words rather than purchase and refi. And then the third question of, will you think of me, right? Most people, when they hear the word referral, I'm using my air quotes, it feels like you're being salesy. And I have heard that I don't know how many times. But when you say, will you think of me, when you hear of somebody talking about upsizing, downsizing, right-sizing, buying that second home, buying an investment property, those are the ways that people will think of you. And then here's one more tip, Taylor, that you have to do with your clients and that I'm going to say you have to be in their phone. Mm -hmm. Your contact information has to be in their phone because if they're sitting at dinner and their brother-in-law is talking about, you know, we really think we're going to be buying this investment property. And they're like, you know what I'll do on Monday, I'm going to introduce you to my mortgage banker. Not going to happen. Right. Instead, if you are in their phone already, you are going to do it. So I tell mortgage bankers all the time, create a second contact card of yourself in your phone that you can text to somebody. It has your name, email, phone, picture, and company name in it. And then you text it to them and you're like, just go ahead and save this contact card in there. Magic, you're in their phone. I love it. I love the idea of this service call. And it really is an easy, lighthearted way to go into your database and tap into it. And I think that's half the battle because oftentimes when we're saying just database, database, go through there. They've worked with you before. People are like, well, what what the heck do we talk about? What do I say? Oh my gosh, Taylor. Do you know I hear that all the stinking time? And sometimes I even hear, I've never called my database. Right. And what I want to say to this is then that means your clients don't know how often they should have heard from you. 
right? That's true. You don't know that they should have heard from you six months later or a year later or three years later. So when you're now tapping into your database, just act like whatever timeline it's been for you is completely normal. And this is what everybody does. Yes. And that takes the pressure off of it so much so. And that is half the battle. It it really is just kind of like, okay, all right, I'm going to make that first call. And then you're like, oh, what do I say? Well, this is a softer way to do it and just go in like, here, here's my simple script. This is the three questions I know I need to ask. And you leave them with an everlasting impression. And then, but okay, do here's, here's what I got to figure this out. What would that next step look like? What does tapping back into that ha- after having the service call? What does that look like? So I want you to pick a time frame on when you're going to tap your database next. What I love to teach my mortgage bankers to do is every single week, every single month, pick a section of your database and go after it. For example, if you're going to start with the A's, then every 26 weeks, you're going to be touching your database. Well, we all know that there are certain letters of the alphabet that are going to take longer, right? Right. We all have too many Smiths in our database. (laughs) However, it does work out systematically where you can do that. And so if you're touching your database once a year, that's good enough because guess what? You had never touched them before. Right. So once a year is a great scenario for you to come up with. And that is where I tell my clients all the time, this story that you're creating in your head of this systematic process that I'm supposed to be following, oh, that I haven't been following, guess what? your clients don't know that you should have been touching them. So if you just touch them once a year, that's great enough. Now, if you do have clients that are amazing referral sources for you, treat them like a realtor. Maybe you're touching them once a month or once a week because they're a client and an amazing referral source for you. But don't put that pressure on yourself that there is a magic pill. Right. Quite frankly, there's not. Everybody is different and it's going to be what you want. But what I will say is as long as you are touching your database, you're going to be okay. And also, I'm just going to give you all the heads up. You're going to call somebody and they're going to have moved and they're going to have used somebody else. And this is what I call your procrastination tax. (laughs) Yes. You, you didn't reach out to your database. So guess what? That's your fee. Yeah. And if you just know, put it in your head. There's going to be three to five people that you reach out to. Just be like, check, got number one off my list. Check, got number two off my list. That doesn't mean they won't use you in the future. And that's your procrastination tax that they went to somebody else because you weren't in front of them. Yes, it does hurt. It that's it stings <laughs> a little bit. But so, I mean, there's nothing worse than having a friend use someone else because you weren't top of mind. That's the other piece of it. Be proud of what you do. Make sure everybody knows it. I do want to say though, when it comes to like that, when you're wrapping up your service call, I feel like the a very natural next step would be, hey, just uh, let me send over my contact card so you have it, just so you have it in case anybody, what did you say? How did you frame you. it? You framed it. When you're sitting at dinner and you want to think of me, right? you don't have to dig through your phone. I am, and I love when I hear people say, I'm your mortgage guy. I'm your mortgage gal. I'm your, you know, home financing needs, whatever it might be. Like put that as your nickname in your contact card. So if you are saying it, right, guess what my my nickname is when I'm emailing people? It's sales coach too. Just remember I'm sales coach too. That's all you have to remember. And if they think of sales coach, they're going to find me in their phone. 
Yes. I love that. So simple. And it's a, it's very doable. All of this is so doable that I think it's a no-brainer to go ahead and start at least calling your A's and your B's and your C's as often as you can, because you just never know what's going to stick. And people have different seasons of their lives. I've always said this. And so if you can just tap into where people are and what season they're in, you might catch more fish if they're in one that's in kind of a transition mode. So I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that nugget service call. So let's flip to the agent side because prospecting should still be at the forefront and also maintaining and enhancing relationships that you already have. So tell us like what the agent service call might look like. So on the agent service call, there are a lot of methodology as call of calling your agents on Tuesday. I don't necessarily follow that same methodology because every single realtor knows that they're going to be getting a call from their mortgage banker on Tuesday, right? It can it can feel like a lot. So instead, one of the things that I want to do is what did you to determine was a good touch for when you were going to be connecting with them again? Do you typically follow up with them on Fridays to say, here's my weekend schedule? Or do you follow up with them on Mondays to say, who did you reach out to and who did you connect with over the weekend? Or heck, do you call them on Wednesdays because that's the day that you give the status update. Right. But Taylor, when you are prospecting to your agents, you always have to have a reason for reaching out to them. Touching base, circling back, reaching out. How's the market? Mm, lame. Like that's what everybody is doing. And you're doing it because you have no other reason to reach out to them. So what kind of value are you going to be bringing them today? So earlier you said seven to 10 products, right? Like I said, your agent likely works with one to three of those products because that's what their database looks like. So if you are then calling them to say, hey, you know what? We have this really great product and you and I have never done this before. Can I share with you how this product works? And then we can talk about a couple of scenarios. Well, if you think about that and you're working with one to three, you have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. That's seven more reasons why you can touch that realtor and bring them value. Now you add on top of that all of the events that you're hosting, right? You're going to the Mortgage Bankers Association meeting together. You're inviting them. They're your guest. You see them in person. You send them a thank you note after. I'm so glad that you were with me on this day. You have other events where you're hosting happy hour or you're going to a networking event that you think they would be an ideal fit for. You have a book that you just finished and you send them the book and you say, I loved this book. I need you to read this and then let's get together and talk about it. Or you send them an article that you read and you say, I really enjoyed this section of the article. Every time you reach out with value, you are becoming a person of interest. And when you are a person of interest, they start thinking of you for other reasons where they say, I have a pretty interesting case. Do you have an estate attorney that I could get in touch with for one of my clients? And you're like, heck yes, <laughs> right? right? Or you say, hey, you know, my sales coach just wrote this article and I think you'll really like it. Let me introduce you to do, right? So there's, if you are a, not only a person of interest, but now you're a person of value where you are bringing them relationships and you are helping educate their piece. And then you say, hey, here's a CE course that you can take and I'm going to sponsor it for you. Or I was invited to this event and I'd love for you to be my partner. When I say that the market 
in real estate and in mortgage is going to shrink. I mean that. There's going to be a lot of people who are not going to survive this shift. We've seen it before in our industry. This isn't the first time that we're going to face it, but it is going to be the people who are doing things differently that are going to make it. And if you want to be one of those people who make it, then you have to do things differently than the way you did it before. And the more valuable you become to your partners, the more they're not going to want to live without you. In fact, if one of your realtors isn't going to make it in the market, guess who they're going to call and be like, I don't think I'm going, my business is going to make it. But do you know anybody who's hiring X, Y, and Z, right? And the more that you can become their partner and their resource, the better off you're going to be. So one of my methodologies that we teach is if you reach out to five people a week in every single quarter, there's 13 weeks in a quarter, five times 13 is 65, 60 or 65, what's math, right? (laughs) And if you're reaching out to 65 people in 13 weeks, that means you could have a database of not only that many realtors, but you could have other referral sources that are in there too. So even if you're only touching somebody once a quarter, that is still better than nothing. And I know that we're reaching out to our realtors more than that and our agents, but at the same time, you have to be really methodical in the way that you're thinking through things so that we know how many opportunities you have in everything that you're doing. And that, and those 65 people that you are reaching out to every single quarter don't necessarily have to be only agents. They can also be your estate planning attorney and things like that. And that's what really, really makes a difference in your business. So every time I'm talking to a mortgage banker about how they're deepening those relationships, I'm saying, how are you bringing them value? Mm -hmm. If you're just reaching out, touching base, circling back, it's not going to work. You need to think differently. Ah, This is such good stuff, dude. Thank you so much. You've got to make your service calls. You've got to do things differently. You have to stand out. This shift is is going to be interesting as we've talked about. And it's one that you can really come out of ahead if you play your cards right. So we appreciate you, do. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. And I can't wait to come back again. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in lending forward. So go lend something forward today.